you're listening to the Align and Expand podcast. Join your host, Lauren Runyon, in conversations that will inspire you to intentionally create a life you love. Hello, my friends. Long time, no talk. It's been forever. Welcome to the Align and Expand podcast. My name is Lauren Runyon, and I am glad to have you here, whether it's your first time or you are a long time listener. It's really good to connect with you today. We are getting ready to dive into a series that's going to be around your thoughts, your self-talk, and I'm excited about it. So today we are going to be talking about a type of self-talk that has been shown to help you effortlessly regulate your emotions. And I tried it. So I know that it works. So I'm here to talk to you about it. I'm here to share this really quick tip on a type of self-talk that might work for you when you find yourself in a situation where you feel like your emotions are starting to dictate the action you're taking. So recently I was planning out a yoga nidra meditation that I was recording for my YouTube channel. If you guys are not familiar with that, that's over on YouTube. You can just search at Lauren Runyon and I was planning this yoga nidra meditation for the vagus nerve. And eventually it will probably come over here onto the podcast. But what I was trying to find was the impact that your self-talk has on your vagus nerve. And what I found was some really interesting information that I did not know. And I tried it and it worked really great. And so I have some tips and tricks on how you might want to use it in your life or where it might show up. But first, let's just talk about what this type of self-talk is. So this type of self-talk that has been shown to provide effortless emotional regulation is called third-person self-talk. And this third-person self-talk is when you do not use pronouns such as I, me, or my when you're either like, you know, when you're talking to yourself in your head or maybe even out loud when you're doing something, you would instead use pronouns like you, he, she, it, or you could even use your own first or last name. So this is what it would sound like. Instead of saying something like, I can't do this, or I can do this, or I'm having a difficult time with this, then you would take out the pronouns the first person pronouns, and you would replace them with a third person pronoun, such as Lauren is having a hard time with this, or she is having a hard time with this. When I'm using this third person self-talk, I'm actually using it in a positive manner, but I wanted to just kind of give you an example. So here's what's really cool about this self-talk. This type of self-talk has had recent studies that are proving it can improve your emotional regulation and self-control. And it does this by something that's called self-distancing. And this self-distancing helps you reduce your tendency to rely on basically your ego's version of reality. You are creating this space between uh, your ego and what it thinks is happening in the world and creating enough distance for you to see something different, hear something different, do something different. It's really similar to, like once I started reading about it, it's really similar to when I'm working with my clients one-to-one, we will do stuff, especially when they're in a situation where they're stuck, where they 
are having a hard time seeing a different perspective, whether it's someone else's or just a different belief, will take what's called like a third party perspective. And I will have them pretend like they're viewing it as they're a fly on the wall. So it's really similar in the capacity that it gives you to create distancing in a situation that you might be in. And I think that this is really cool. And I really wish that I would have known about this concept of using third-person self-talk to help you emotionally regulate a long time ago, because emotional regulation is something that I think since I've been on this journey over the last three years, that's been the hardest thing for me, for me to stay in control of my emotions has been very hard. And I think that if I would have started using this a long time ago, I would have seen faster progress. And I'm really excited to use it in the situations that I know that I still struggle with. And I can talk about those in in just a moment. But let me share just like a little bit of the research that, that they are showing. So there's a research team at MSU that did some studies on the use of third person self talk. And what they were looking at was parts of the brain that were activated when they were using it. And when I'm saying that it it provides effortless emotional regulation, the studies were really basically showing that it's not, your brain isn't working harder to emotionally regulate based off of what these participants' scans were showing during these studies. So basically, they were uh, measuring the effort-related brain activity And found that using third-person self-talk was basically effortless. And it was this effortless on-the-spot strategy for instantaneously regulating one's emotions. And they found that basically the cognitive uh, effort, the effort that was needed in your brain, related to the changes in the brain activity when the person was using the third-person self-talk was so minimal. Why this is important is because previous research, this is basically like what I've read about it, previous research showed that other forms of emotional regulation require a lot of effort cognitively from your brain. So it's harder to do. You know, if you're struggling with emotional regulation, especially if it's like how I am in situations where I struggle the most or situations where I am really super activated. So what comes to mind is if you know, the, when there's conflict between my, my husband and I, I struggle with emotional regulation. And when that happens, you know, the, the, your prefrontal cortex, you're not using reasoning at the time when you're emotionally unregulated, that part of your brain just shuts off. It would be harder basically to use other forms of emotional regulation and because they require more effort from my brain. So these studies are showing that it's easier for your brain to do this, to emotionally regulate. Here's how I tried this. Uh, I tried this recently during a really hard workout. And I wanted to quit this workout. It was, I just started trying to do um, really, they are CrossFit workouts before I was doing like HIIT or functional workouts making them kind of CrossFit-y. This is like a legit following CrossFit gyms workouts. In CrossFit, they have an RX workout. So as it's written, or they have, you have this ability to scale. And 
I knew I could do this workout as RX, as they had it written. I knew I was capable of it. I didn't know if I could do it, but I wanted to try, which was stupid because I literally just started doing this type of workout again. The whole idea wasn't a good idea in the first place, but I really felt like based off of the training I've been doing for the last three months that I could do this workout. And I, and it was with a weight that was way heavier than I'm used to training with. And I started doing it (laughs) and I had the first round fine. Second round, I think I had to do five rounds and I got, I think it was by this third round, I started using this third person self-talk. So in what I would have normally been doing in a workout like that, I would have been saying things like, I can't do this. I can't do this. This weight is just too heavy. I have to scale or I can't breathe. I have to quit. I have to slow down. It would have, I would have been saying things inside my head that started with a first person pronoun. I would have been saying I. So here's what I did instead. I decided to apply this third person self-talk. And I started saying, you can do this. So I, I was actually timing it with as I was stepping with the workout and the weight. So I would just like every time I did a part of the movement, I was saying a word. So like you can do this or Lauren, you have got this. And while it did feel super strange to be talking to myself like that, I managed to do it. And I literally think the only reason I was able to do that is because I was able to combat the emotional feelings that I was having of not being able to do it and stay in this self-distance thing with this talk. I can't wait to try this type of talk. When my husband and I are in a fight, (laughs) the next time we get in a fight, I can't wait to try this. I think we actually had an argument last weekend and I didn't think to do it. And I did feel myself get pretty activated. I really, really think that if in in the middle of being in a heated argument, if I could say to myself, you are calm or you are okay in this moment, or Lauren, you are calm, Lauren, you're okay in this moment, or if it sounds better to you to say he, she, whatever, you just want to be using not anything that's first person. She is calm in this moment. She is okay. She can do this. He can do this. Whatever resonates with you. I think that it would have made a giant difference in how I handled this past argument, and I think that it would provide incredible space for me to be able to calm down. So here are some other things that I thought about on how you should try this or try this in your life. So examples that may be coming up. Obviously, I just gave you an example of workout. So if you are trying to do some kind of workout, change some kind of health habit, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's hard for you, it's hard for you. If it's just getting out of bed to, you know, your alarm goes off at 5 a.m. and you keep hitting snooze and missing those morning workouts you say you're going to do, wake up at 5 a.m., your alarm goes off, and instead of saying, I'm so tired, you say, Lauren, whatever your name is, (laughs) or you can do this. You can get out of bed and see if that helps you go after the thing. Another example would be if there is something that you're stuck on or scared as far as the next step in your path for going after whatever goal you have in in your life, whether your goal is related to your work, your relationships, your well-being, it doesn't matter what the goal is. It doesn't matter if it's a monetary goal, whatever it is, 
wherever you're stuck, instead of saying the self-talk that you normally say to yourself, replace it with third-person self-talk and see if it helps you start to create this distancing and this ability to emotionally regulate. What I think will happen and what I think that you're going to find is that when when you are emotionally regulated, you can make better decisions and you can take action from a space that is also regulated. Because we've talked about on this podcast before that we can have thoughts. The thoughts will cause us to have a reaction in our body, feelings, you know, whatever it is. And then based off of these thoughts that you're having and the feelings that you're having, that's how you're going to take your action. And when you can start to emotionally regulate in however you find it, but if we've got this really simple tool we can use that makes it effortless for our brain, like it's not going to be hard for you to think of to do in the middle of a freaking fight or in the middle of fighting in a workout or fighting to get up at 5 a.m., that's not a hard thing to remember to do. And if you have this tool that's effortless that can allow you to shift into emotional regulation, you then gain the ability to shift into a different type of action because then you can see different possibilities in front of you, different viewpoints. You're shifting into a different part of your brain that might allow you to think differently about the situation that you're in or to remove you from that ego-centered space that's keeping you very in your world, very, you know, very, when you're in this ego point of view, it's really hard to get out of your comfort zone. It's really hard to step out and do something out of what that ego is telling you is going to happen. And this very simple tool of third-person self-talk might just be the thing that helps you push you over the edge to go do the thing. That's all I have for you guys today. I would love to hear how you apply this in your life. What you do next with this information is going to determine how your week turns out, how your day turns around. Like You might be in a really crappy part of your day or struggling with something in this very moment, and utilizing this self-talk may shift the moment for you so that the rest of your day turns around or you start to find an align with what it is you're trying to create in your day. So let me know if you try it. You can come find me on Instagram at lauren.runyon. That's L-O-R-E-N dot R-U-N-I-O-N. Or you can email me, which is just at hello at laurenrunyon.com. I'll have all that in the show notes below or in the show notes of the podcast so that you can just easily click on it and then let me know. If you loved this podcast episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend. Send it to someone who you know might really benefit from this really quick tool. And then what you can expect next when it comes to this whole thought series is that you're going to get a meditation to help you stop negative self-talk or negative thoughts. You're going to be getting a uh, the other podcast that I have lined up is going to be how to shift into an abundant thinking or or creative thinking or self-talk so that you start to see things differently. And then there's going to be another episode that's going to be around just general self-talk. I had, I posted a story on Instagram and I got a really great question from someone who follows me when it it came to, okay, what is actually step one (laughs) for changing 
self-talk or the thoughts that are popping into your mind, even if it doesn't feel like it's self-talk, if it's just a thought, what's step one for changing your thoughts to get past hearing the muck? So you're looking forward to three episodes when it comes to this thought series to help you start to change the habits of your mind so you can start to create exactly what you want in your life. Don't forget to share the episode, give it a review, leave a comment if you feel like it. Thank you so much for being here. And until the next time, I hope you have and create a life that feels good to you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Align and Expand podcast. If you're an iTunes listener and you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you leave a review, send me a screenshot and then I will be sending you a special exclusive meditation made only for my listeners who are so kind enough to take time out of their day to leave a review of the podcast.